Well, how could I pick with Ariana Grande? I mean, she just had exactly person, after person. I feel like she's best with herself. That's going to be my <laughs> celebrity couple for her. That's Sorry. Welcome to Coco Astrology, the Chocoholics Guide to the Universe. I'm Jen. And I'm Kara. In this podcast, two soul sisters hailing from planet Earth were brought together by the forces of the universe. We're here to take you on an otherworldly adventure, delving into the mystical cosmos and unlocking the secrets of the zodiac. But hold on to your astral hats. That's just the tip of the galactic iceberg because we're doing it all while indulging in the ancient food of the gods, cacao. So buckle up, fellow earthlings. Grab your favorite bar. Because we're about to take you on a journey that will leave you craving chocolate and astrology like never before. Welcome to Coco Astrology. Welcome back, Earthlings. We are so excited to be back here with you again. Yes, we are pumped because we are going to be reviewing the different signs of summer season and giving you all a recap of what we've been talking about. Jen, you ready? I'm so ready. And I just have to say real quick that I'm so dang proud of us, Cara. We have, you know what I mean? We've done such a great job of being regular every week, talking about all the awesome things about all these signs and learning about chocolate and learning about astrology. And it's just been so dang fun. So I just wanted to like celebrate that with you. Aw, I feel the same. It's been a really wonderful journey of just yeah, learning about the signs and each other and the compatibility and what celebrity, like now I've got just all this, I've said this before, but all this useless and useful information in my head. <laughs> it's just so fun. And I feel like, you know, it's been a learning curve for us because where we started at episode zero, do you remember our very first recording? I do, which was so fun. Like we talked about how we first met, how we came up with this idea and talked a little bit about chocolate tasting in general. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's crazy how much, how far we've come, Miss Cara. Oh, I, I think that, well, what's really funny, I wanted to share about the first episode besides us, like, you know, people who have started podcasts before, it takes many times to get it right. And there's still things as a Virgo rising, I'm sure you too, Jen and Virgo moon that you'd want to change and go back. But, you know, we, we put our best foot forward. And um, I did want to share one little thing that came out of episode zero. Um, yeah. I, dad, I have no idea what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, he actually um, listened to the episode and he sent me a, I think you were saying your mom's done this. He sent me a correction. <laughs> Just something I wanted to share with, this is the perfect time as we're recapping that um, when I was talking about the history of chocolate and I mentioned that the Aztecs conquered the Mayans way back in the day, um, that they actually didn't r literally conquer them. You know, they weren't living at the same in the same place or really in the same time period for that to happen like it overlapped a little bit but it wasn't exactly the same although I had learned that on a website about chocolate so you got to check your sources folks um but yeah my dad who was a history teacher he he <laughs> so he knew all the things right 
Yeah. Well, and that's a really good point too, Cara, that we are learning as we're going along. So we're researching different things on the web, learning from lots of different sources. I know myself, I'm, I'm researching lots of different astrology sources and, and lots of different people who teach astrology. And so, you know, everyone has their own way that they learned as well. So not everything we're going to have is going to be a hundred percent, maybe accurate to what you maybe have been taught. True. And the fact that astrology is so subjective, um, we're also, and we, we put this disclaimer out there that a lot of these things are of opinion and we're kind of doing a synthesis, symbiosis. I love throwing that word in of all (laughs) two episodes in a row, baby. (laughs) Yes. Um, of all of the different signs and resources. So just knowing that we're taking what we're getting from it, right? We are absorbing the information and sharing it with the, you all, but you might take something different from it and that's okay. Um, you could reject our compatibility uh, preferences. <laughs> <laughs> Cultures have been studying the stars for thousands and thousands of years and different places on earth have come up with their own conclusions. And so that's why there's so many different ways of studying astrology and it's what I love is just a fascinating way that a lot of these cultures have come up with some of the same archetypes and the same kind of general, you know, personality traits and that kind of thing. So that's what's fascinating to me is to kind of see where that overlap is and what are the similarities and, and why? Like, why is it that somewhere all the way across the earth? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you're the same same constellations, but they somehow somehow got the same information from those stars. So I think that's kind of cool. It's really fascinating. I love, I love that aspect. And that's, that's one area I think I've learned a lot from, from you in this podcast is like the mythology and the constellations and what's going on in the sky. I'm still trying to put it all together. And while every planet's in retrograde, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but <laughs> I, I really think that I've, I've taken away some of that knowledge that I didn't have before. So I just love, again, the synergy um, between it all. So I'm, I'm pumped to get started and talk about all these signs, the Cancer, Leo, and Virgo. So those are our summer signs. Summer's almost over. Um, it's so sad. <laughs> but this is really fun because we get to really dive into our Virgo and talk about our favorite things, um, you know, really get into our list making here. Um, so let's, <laughs> let's get started with the traits. I'm just would love to just talk about, you know, what we learned from each sign in terms of the personalities, um, the challenges, and just kind of, yeah, what our favorite things were about each. So let's take a trip back to cancer. Let's take a trip back on the moon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just Let's a reminder, it. those dates were June, June 21st through July 22nd. This is the first water sign that we're talking about, a cardinal sign, and it's ruled by the moon. And Jen, what personality would you say that the cancer, like what were the traits that stood out to you? To me, I think just that strong intuition that cancers have and that sensuality that they have they really Mm -hmm. do enjoy affection they enjoy cuddling they enjoy um being with the people that they love including you know their home right and um i think the other thing that i really liked about learning about is that i didn't really know that cancers were known as being good listeners and so Mm -hmm. that was really cool because 
you know, I've always kind of thought of myself as not a great listener, but I've heard feedback from other people that I am a good listener. So it's kind of cool that, you know, I, that's kind of changed my mind a little bit about, I don't know, maybe when I was a kid, someone told me I'm not a good listener and I just took that on, which I feel like is not true at all. So I kind of love that. Um, and I also, the other thing about cancers I will say is that, you know, I've sort of struggled between like, am I more a cancer? Am I more a Gemini? And I will say that I feel more like a cancer after, you know, learning more about, you know, this sign and all their traits. So that's, that was kind of interesting for me as well, but actually really in general, I feel like that for all the signs. <laughs> because I was going to say, <laughs> because I really feel like there's a lot of Leo in me. Obviously there's a lot of Virgo in me because it's my rising sign and my moon sign. Mm -hmm. And so as we've talked about all of these signs has been really interesting because I do can see myself in all these, but which is, I mean, let's be honest, all of these signs are in our birth chart in different areas. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's just, it's just kind of funny how it, it, you really, it really points out all those traits about yourself and helps you appreciate them in yourself. And that is Jen's dating pitch. No, <laughs> Like, this is me as a cancer. This is who I am. No, I'm just kidding. Not to make light of it. No. Um, well, for me, I, I can't even add on to that because there was so much good stuff in there that you mentioned that I took away from cancer season. But I will add that dark sense of humor. Um, yes. That kind of like, you know, how we talked about poking you a little bit, but just still teasing, like it's just messing with you, you know, like a family kind of feeling, um, just that mm -hmm. sense of humor <laughs> and, um, just how sensitive they are. Like I really, through Lowe's interview, um, I kind of felt that way just from, from talking to her just about like the creative energy that, mm, yes, the creativity and the sensitivity, right? Like you, your creativity is really emerging from being so sensitive and, and being able to see what's around you, right? Into that sensory experience. I just kind of felt like cancers are really good at that. And um, also that they're moody as fuck. <laughs> <That's> the <other. laughs> Not you, true. but just from my research. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very true, though. And, I, you know, I will say maybe I'm more moody than I am you know, really ever thought I was, you know, maybe it's just something that I kind of keep to myself being a cancer. I keep it in my shell, right? Mm, yes. The shell, we got to bring that up. Cause that what came out a lot, but yeah, the security and in the shell. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting that I never really thought about was when summer season starts, there's sort of this inclination to kind of go back into your shell, like a crab. That was something that was kind of an aha moment for me because I do kind of feel like that at the beginning of summer. And I feel like summer, sometimes you think, Oh, it's the time to go outside and play and all that. And I think that's true, but it maybe takes you a month to warm up to that because you're like, wow, the sun is out. It's time to come out. But at first you kind of want to like hide in the shell a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, that was something I feel like, you know, the, the entire, you know, planet will, will um, experience. It's not just cancers experience that. Right. So um, I thought that was kind of a cool cool facts as we were going along. So let's talk a little bit about Leo, which is from July 23rd to August 22nd. And it's a fire sign ruled by the sun and it's a fixed sign. Talk about the traits of Leo being a Miss Sunshine yourself. About me again, uh, back to me. <laughs> I <know>. um, <laughs> no, I think what actually came through 
kind of besides the whole being bold, being brave, um, you know, having an ego and all that, the things that we know about, I, I, what I took away and I heard this from other people, like from, from Carissa, from you, um, was just that when, you know, like if you're hosting a party that you want other people to shine too. And I think that's, that's an example, but that's what I took from it of like that, that does feel like me that does resonate that. Yes. I want to be the center of attention in some ways, or I want some validation, um, to feel good, to shine, like my happiness is your happiness. And so I, I definitely felt this, like knowing yourself and feeling like you're shining, but then it kind of transmits to other people in the community. And, you know, Carissa really talked about that too, of like knowing her identity and going through kind of her birth chart and like knowing herself right very well so that she can really help identify and know other people and like connect with other people. So I hope that's not, uh, I hope that's making sense, but I think that's kind of what I took from, from it. And that feels like the struggle that I have a lot is feeling seen, but then wanting other people to feel seen so much that sometimes like I don't put myself first and, um, I don't know. I just kind of struggle with that all the time, but I think it's a good struggle. So I'll take it. <laughs> that was actually my biggest takeaway from Leo season as well. Just Aww. the fact that, you know, you as a Leo do want to be the star, but you want other people to be a star as well. And it that's something that I see in all the Leos that I know. They really do. They like, they love to be like on stage, but they want to pull everybody else on stage with them. Yes, it's so much more fun when everybody's up there dancing, but don't you stand in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Find your own window, like, you know, going back to dance when you're in a dance class, like, doesn't it bother you when really tall people stand right in front of you? I'm like, there's a window right there. You can still be in the front if you're confident, but can you at least make a window for me? Exactly. (laughs) Spatial awareness, people, come on. (laughs) Come on. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm glad you took that away. And, and, you know, like, I also took away that with the Leo that really just the other aspects of my birth chart really do kind of supplement um, some of the challenges that I have. So I, I feel... Like, I want to know, I want to be every sign in a way. Like, I, I want to be connected to every sign in the chart. And so um, that's something I want to learn more about. And I think that was my one of my takeaways, too. So that's enough about Leo. Um, moving on to Virgo, wrapping that up. <laughs> <laughs> enough about the lion. Um, Virgo dates August 23rd through September 22nd. And that is when this episode airs. So we're final day of Virgo, everyone. Yes, um, happy Virgo season. And by the way, happy birthday, Aunt Barb. Today is her birthday. Aw, happy birthday, Aunt Barb. Um, this beautiful earth sign, mutable sign, ruled by Mercury. We had so much fun talking about this. And yes, it felt like it never ended, but what's it up to you, Jen? <laughs> I know it does feel like a long season. Here we are still in Virgo season, but. I think what stood out for me was, you know, I think just that serving a shaft of wheat, um, you know, (laughs) I think that's just in general true about Virgos. They really want to serve and they want to help and they want, they also really appreciate when people, you know, give and serve to them. I noticed the same thing too, especially 
after talking to Olivia and Aunt Vika too, um, you know, just that she was saying she's not comfortable. Like she doesn't care about what her house looks like from the outside, but she still wants to serve people that she chooses a beautiful meal in her home. Right. And um, it just made sense to me. Things kind of clicked together that they, they are very much in their heads and cerebral, which again, one of my favorite words of the season, cerebral, um, but mm-hmm. that it gets, you know, from the cognition to the action, it's very fascinating to me with a Virgo of like, do they like that process of their thoughts getting in the way of them executing it efficiently? It's not necessarily about like other people. Um, it's their own psyche that psychs them out. And so I find that pretty interesting too, of like the complete, the such complexity that a Virgo mm. has and that makes them one of my favorite signs is that there's just so many layers. And even though they really crave that purity, right. They, they crave things to look ideal to them, right. In this ideal way, but it's not the ideal way others see like a Leo, it's more practical, right. But it is still their vision. And I find that pretty fascinating. Me too. I, and I also like, just because there's so much Virgo in myself, I think it really helped open my eyes to some of those things that I'm critical about in myself, the shadow side of Virgo, right? That is the side I think in myself that I'm very hypercritical of. So I think making peace with that and really seeing the good side in Virgo makes me help understand those parts of myself that I tend to try to criticize. And also makes me, it kind of really opened up my heart and mind to just Virgos in general. You know, because I kind of feel like I've had mixed feelings about Virgos because, I mean, obviously it is my South node and it is like my life's purpose to move away from some of those hypercritical shadow sides of Virgo. And so, um, but now I can see that and incorporate it and see that, you know, you can't have the light side without the shadow side. So I am Mm. coming to peace with all that and also really, really loving the Virgo sign even more. Yeah, I feel a lot more love for it, too, because I feel like just sometimes they're they're misunderstood, but really, you know, we'll get to this incompatibility, but they get along with everybody. I, I think they could be a good match for everybody. Um, so I think they just are misunderstood a little bit in terms of, you know, them being so controlling and maybe perfectionists that people don't see that they want to serve in a like very touching way. Like they, yeah, they, yeah, they, they care. They do. They care. really care. And they're so loyal and um, harmony. They want harmony. Yeah, they really do. They really do. So let's talk a little bit about the um, celebrities for each sign. I really, really had so much fun digging into this. And um, mm. one of the things just in general, I thought was really kind of cool was all the actors that were Leos, right? And all the musicians oh my gosh. that were Virgos. Like that was really cool. Yeah, it was kind of fun to have a theory and that it actually be accurate. Um, but with the Leo, I didn't even need to have a theory. I just kept stumbling upon Leos. It was yeah, it was never ending, but it was really cool. It was cool to find that. So who was your favorite cancer? Oh my goodness. There were a, a couple, uh, there were a lot of great cancers. I felt like they were very dynamic, um, but I have to go with LD, Larry David, because I mean, sense of humor is just always going to get me. And 
I am still rewatching the show Curb Your Enthusiasm and I just freaking love him um, and his cynicism and just his outlook on things. And uh, he's moody and he's all the things that a cancer really is. Yeah, for me, it was Margot Robbie. I mean, I have always loved her, but I have since seen the Barbie movie and love oh. her even more. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it, but highly recommend. She's oh, just I so- I still need to. She's just so fantastic. I mean, she's just, I just love her. You know, she just has, she's so beautiful, but you don't hate her. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I loved discovering that Frida Kahlo was- a cancer and just the painting we talked about um, and just how it really represented her sense of security and family and just kind of her inner identity and, and wanting to kind of be within her shell. And it just was like, and the different colors and the moon was in the painting. I mean, it was just great representation, but I loved learning that about her. What can I say? Fellow cancer. She rocked it. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> Are you ready to move on to your favorite Leo celebs, if you can pick one? <laughs> I know. I don't know how to pick. I mean, there's so many great ones. I honestly, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know where to start. What about you? Napola Ben. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's Napoleon mashed up with Ben Affleck, although... I really, it's Benefer for me all the way. It's definitely Jennifer Lopez and um, all her slew of, of men. <laughs> but yeah, I love J-Lo. I can't help it. Me too. I mean, I, you know, but there were, there were just so many. I could go on and on about all the ones that I loved. So I don't even know where to start. I mean, I think Madonna is another really great one. Mm, yes. Meghan Markle. Um, yeah, I mean, Holly Berry. So yeah, many great there ones. So many. I mean, really, maybe, maybe it's true to Leo if we say all of them, because yeah. then we're kind of doing that like I shine, you all shine. Love we it. Can't, we can't make a movie without everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so perfect. I love it. And then let's not also forget Coco Chanel, too. That was another oh, really, yes. really cool one because she, you know, she was a famous cabaret singer and then became famous for being a fashion designer. So she like really, I think, fulfilled that role of Leo through and through. I loved that. And the the lavish lifestyle of living in the hotel. And um, yeah, it's just pretty, a pretty great story. And thank you for sharing that about your, one of your favorites. For sure. For sure. And what about Virgo baby? (laughs) Hmm. I've got oh my gosh that one was actually the hardest for me to pick uh because they're just there is something about how they master their craft and so Michael Jackson of course um Mm -hmm. Billy Eichner of course for his sass and oh my gosh Freddie Mercury like I didn't know he was a Virgo and just the whole um story behind remember when we came up with the the fact that he yes. made himself Mercury, Messenger. Freddie Mercury was going to be my top pick because that was, I just love that he also named himself after Mercury. I think that was just like such a Virgo to do. Yes. His, his voice is like one of my all-time faves. I mean, it's just amazing. But you're right. It was, was another one that was really hard. There were so many great ones. Oh, so many. Now, what about compatibility? This was... I'm still discovering and I still can't tell you, Jen, who my favorite 
um, matches for each sign. But let's talk about cancer first. What do you think was the (laughs) ultimate match? Well, I'm just going to give a spoiler alert for the rest of them because I think that the best match, and I'm like really surprised about this, that I, this was my kind of conclusion that I think mm. cancer goes really good with cancer. And I think Leo goes really good with Leo. And oh. I'm even going to say Virgo, Virgo, but maybe Dare not. you say it. I know. <laughs> maybe not Virgo sun with Virgo sun. I think Virgo sun with maybe a Virgo moon or a Virgo rising, maybe even a Virgo mm. cusp, right? Cusp, yes, yes, yes. Right? Leo so, Virgo cusp. <laughs> yes, exactly. So if there's a little Virgo somewhere in your major planetary birth chart, then I would say that works really well. So I just found mm-hmm. that, like, I feel like that's, inter- I think that's interesting because I do think there's something about that, that you see these aspects in yourself. And I, again, I'm surprised because mm-hmm. I don't often see someone, two, two signs together, right? But when they are together, I feel like the magic is just like, really the chemistry and the magic is strong at least that's what I have seen especially with some of these celebrities I I can get down with that theory I I like it I'm not I'm not there on that train yet but I do like (laughs) it I do like it um I think for me I would say that each sign the Cancer Leo and Virgo I would choose the not opposite sign exactly. So I would say a cancer, which is a water sign goes really well with Virgo, um, the earth sign. Um, I was going to say Leo, the fire sign goes really well with, I'm going to stick to my air. So Gemini, um, even though I think Leo can go well with like all the different fire signs. And then for Virgo, I was going to say that's, I'm going to stick with the Virgo Scorpio because I really liked that whole like in the bedroom and the mind games and the intensity. I just liked how that came out. But of course, I'm also going to be biased and say Leo Virgo cusp, which is me. So because my partner is Virgo. (laughs) That's a good point. I do think that the cusps um, and again, this might be partly because you and I are both cusps, right? Um, I'm very fascinated with the cusps and I tend to be attracted to other people that are cusps and just in general, right. Whether it's mm-hmm. friendship or partners. And, um, I do think when there is a match, like, like I was saying with the Virgo, I think it's probably true for the other signs too, like cancer, cancer, and Leo, Leo, if there's a cusp in one of those, it probably works a lot better. I think so. I think having like a little bit of the other sign brings some perspective, you know, some outside perspective to it. So, but I, I mean, in summary, I think every sign can go with any sign, really. Um, (laughs) And it does depend on your birth chart, I think, and all the other aspects of your um, astrology. So Agreed. It's hard to really make a determination based on just your sun sign alone, right? Yeah, but it's really fun to play with, right? (laughs) It is. It is. I'm curious if you have any favorite celebrity couples that stood out. I mean, obviously you love JLo and, and Ben. Yes, I did. Um, let's see. Well, how could I pick with Ariana Grande? I mean, she just had exactly. person after person. I feel like she's best with herself. That's going to be my <laughs> celebrity couple for her. That's Sorry. <laughs> Um, so she, she'd probably be my standout when I'm thinking about it. There were, there were some really good matches in there, but what about you, Jen? 
I think, yeah, that and also Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I thought those two were a good match and supported some of what we talked about there, too, which was a Virgo Scorpio match. And I really loved our interviews, too. I loved how Lowe was just directly in the middle of you and I being, yes. you know, a cancer Leo cusp. And Carissa, I mean, she really knew her Leo self so well, which I love. So well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, of course, it was great to hear from Olivia. And, like, I feel like I already know her just because of her birthday. <laughs> yes. Know? Being the same as my ex, I feel like I know exactly who she is, which is silly because, I mean, obviously she's probably got um, some major differences. But um, definitely that Virgo in her is so, yeah. similar, is so similar. I mean, let's just be honest. So, yeah. I just love, too, that all three of our interviews were such a thread to, you know, kind of our story and, you know, just – part of my life in such an important way. And our goal, everybody who's listening is we really would like to have so many people on um, that would love to talk about astrology or chocolate. If you're a chocolate maker, we would love to have you on whether that's in your birth month or the month that you created your chocolate or, you know, if you're a yoga teacher, I mean, we just want to have different voices on. So please do reach out to us, um, cocoastrologypod at gmail.com or send us a message. That's my little pitch, Jen. I hope that's okay. Of course. So let's talk about the yumminess of oh my chocolate gosh. during the season. I would love to hear what your favorite bars were in each season. So tell me about cancer. Oh my gosh, Jen. Well, first off, it was so hard to choose because every single thing that we tried, whether it was you or, or me, and a lot of the ones you tried, I actually, I haven't experienced yet, but I, I just, when I was looking back last night at all the different bars we had, I was, I just had to go get some chocolate because, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was just, it's an amazing list and, you know, really helped put the flavor notes together, which we'll get to. Um, but for cancer, I chose the Omnoms Burnt and Black Barley Bar, which, if you remember, was the bar that is black in color with activated charcoal mm, in it um, right. from the maker in Iceland. And it tasted like, you know, buttery popcorns. It's a milk. It's a white chocolate. It represented the new moon at the time. So I just love like I thought it was perfect for the episode and just perfect for my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I think my favorite, well, I mean, do you even have to guess what my favorite is? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, I just wanted to give you the opportunity, but I'm guessing it's passion fruit, your truffles. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's just my all time favorite chocolate, missionary chocolate, passion fruit truffles are just so incredible. I actually just ordered a whole bunch of them because they, they she only makes them seasonally. So they're going to be out of season in a month. So I had to make sure I stocked up for the winter. <laughs> yes. And, I, I get it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just my all time favorite and you just, I just literally can't go wrong. So passion fruit is my favorite from cancer season for sure. Not surprised, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what about Leo? Do you want to share what your favorite Leo bar was or confection? So, yeah, I had to choose Soma here because, you know, it's my all-time favorite bar. There's just something magical about this bar. I honestly don't know how they get this strong, fruity, grape flavor just from 
you know, a barrel that's been soaked with wine. I just, mm. it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me, but it's so strong on the chocolate. So it's just, it's, it's a, it's a magical chocolate. It really is Jen. And I think you just convinced me to move that to my number one in the Leo chocolate season. <laughs> um, it's a close, the close second to me, very, very close is the ritual um, Belize honeycomb toffee bar. That was mm. just, I mean, that one's gone. I'm done with it. It's, <laughs> It is was so indulgent and and um, just a great buttery toffee, uh, dark chocolate. So, but the like you said, the ice wine bar is just so unique, and that balsamic note, that candy note you mentioned, it's just mm. mm-hmm. yeah. perfect. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about for Virgo? What did you choose? Oh my gosh! So Virgo. I really liked a lot of the bars. Some of them were a little bit outside of my norm. So, I mean, I just. <laughs> you mean the mushroom bar, for example? <laughs> <laughs> the mushroom, the probiotic. But, I mean, I love them. I appreciate them. I'm, you know, I'm into it. I can dig it. But <laughs> I think my favorite was actually the Crow and Moss Earl Grey chocolate that Olivia mm. brought. Um, and I have, I had had that before, but it is just so smooth. So that tea note, that bergamot, um, that almost creamy, like a Thai iced tea. I just had so much fun and it's, it's so unique. It is different and I love it. And then that makes sense to me because obviously it's a special bar for you and Olivia too. So I think there's obviously some sentimental reasons that yeah. you love that bar. You know what I mean? And so, it has gray uh, in the title. Exactly. <laughs> Which makes it even better. 50 yes, shades. Exactly. One of the shades, baby. <laughs> Gotta do a throwback. What about you, Jen, for Virgo? You know, for me, I had a hard time with this one because I really liked both the Lydgate Farms bar as well as the chocolate covered coffee beans mm-hmm. but I had to go with the co- with the chocolate covered coffee beans they're just so good like uh, I'm craving them I ate them so fast <laughs> I thought that I was gonna be more. your pick yeah did you that's hilarious I love because it. you ran out and you said you wanted more and I I am craving them myself so that is probably something in your list of bars that I really wanted to try as well as the lime and the coconut bar from Leo season which sounds freaking amazing um, right. Yes. Well, and the other those. one that was a close, uh, the other one that was a close second for me here in Virgo season was the stirs the soul honey lavender. Mm. That was amazingly smooth and sweet for being like a, a very high percent chocolate, eighty four percent. Yeah. And like I have already eaten that bar as well. Now it's a smaller bar, but it took me no time to eat that bar. It's so good and so delicious for raw chocolate, eighty four percent. I didn't expect to like it really, honestly. I'm going to be real here. And it is so good. I, that I crave that bar as well. Most of them I crave. Maybe not, <laughs> maybe not the, the mushroom bar. I don't crave it, but I appreciate it. I can't wait to keep bringing more inclusions and different flavor notes and combinations um, into every season. But oh my gosh, what a fun ride it's been so far. Uh, what about your grand favorite? If you were to pick... From the three seasons so far, would it be the iced wine bar? Is that going to be your all-time favorite? Well, I'm going to kind of go outside the box here and, and name a bar I hadn't mentioned yet. And I'm going to say the lime 
bar. <laughs> oh, nice. And I didn't mention earlier just because I really like um, the Soma bar better, but I would, you know, because it's just one of my, it's just my all time favorite bar. Right. But the one that stands out to me for the entire summer season is the Onamia Lime Coconut because it was just so good. Another bar that I ate up very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's just so unique. It's really a unique bar that is just so delicious. So I have to say that was probably the one that stood out for me for the entire summer season. And it just, to me, it tastes like summer as well. Yeah, I I love that for you and and me when I try it soon. Yes, because I sent you a bar, which you should be getting shortly. (laughs) I'm going to have like a tiki drink with it. It's going to be great. So let's see. Mine, I mean, I just, it's really, really hard, Jen. Um, I I mean, if I'm going to pick the most unique bar, I think it would be a tie between the Ice Wine Stratus Bar and the Earl Grey Bar. I'm just going to go ahead and call it a tie and say those are my two favorites. um, I love it. From this season. And yeah, that Toffee Bar, sometimes our favorites, the the ones we eat most quickly, it doesn't mean that that's our favorite, right? (laughs) That just means like there's some those ingredients, like you just can't help it. Um, So... Yeah, that toffee bar is probably the one bar you tried that I really can't wait to try. I mean, I really, obviously, I want to try that, the Earl Grey wine too, because that one sounds amazing. You can keep raving about it, but I really, that toffee bar sounds so interesting. I'm just not usually a toffee person either, but um, I do love caramel and I do love a crunch of my chocolate. So I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good. So, Mm. well, speaking of caramel, do you want to tell our listeners what we kind of decided as the top Flavor notes for cancer. I love it. Yes. So when you are looking for a bar that has the flavor notes of cancer, I would say what you're looking for is something with caramel, something Mm -hmm. with salt, obviously sea salt, even better. Since you're a Leo, why don't you tell us about the flavor notes for that season? Yes, Jen. I would say (laughs) if you are searching for the perfect gift for a Leo, um, you know, you're about to go on a date or you're trying to win them over, get them something with citrus. So something that brightens your mouth, right? So a little bit of lemon, a little bit of burst of lime, uh, red fruit. So we're talking cherries, those deep red fruit notes, raspberries, uh, toffee is another note, fudge Mm -hmm. or chocolate cake. So a bit more of a decadent chocolate note. Um, where it's really like a baked good. And then I would say balsamic, that grapey kind of a little acidic flavor. Those Mm -hmm. are perfect for Leo. I love it. They're all kind of like fun flavors, fun, bold, exciting flavors. Mm -hmm. Adventurous flavors. So of course with Virgo, you know, I'm going to say gray, right? (laughs) Which is, you know, really encompasses that sort of lavender slash tea flavor, whether there's black tea, Earl Grey tea, green tea, you know, Mm -hmm. all the shades of gray there. (laughs) Yes. You had to throw it in and I, I am in agreement. That sounds wonderful. I'm going to say for Virgo, and this is the money note right here that Virgo is chocolate so when you're saying Hmm. chocolate notes you're talking about the purity of cacao so really just like Ah. something that tastes like chocolate like the note that keeps coming in all the time right for us chocolatey note 
Um, that's going to be for a Virgo as well as coffee. Yeah, for sure. Um, coffee is one that I would think is a big one for a Virgo. Right. That roasted earthy coffee note, um, nuttiness. So something that's nutty. Um, and you mentioned the gray note, so lavender and then woodsy. So from the earth, we have yeah. to represent our mushroom, our matcha, our spirulina. Spirulina, yes. Yes. <laughs> so those are perfect. And really, I mean, that's quite complex too. Um, so way to go, Virgo. Those are your flavor notes. <laughs> makes sense. Virgo is very complex. So it all makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, I just love this. I can see us putting this very holistic list together for all the signs. So I can't wait for us to reveal the next quarter. So after mm-hmm. fall, we'll be revealing the flavor notes for those signs. And when the year's over, we'll have notes for every single sign. And you'll just have to, you'll just know exactly what chocolate is perfect for you. Because we've got all of, all of them on the chart. So it's just whatever you're in the mood for. Are you feeling more like a Virgo today? Or are you feeling more like a Cancer? I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm definitely feeling more like a Virgo right now in terms of my competitiveness. So I'm ready to get this, our trivia questions for the summer season to each other. I know we put together some fun ones, so. We did. So we both put together lightning round questions where we name something and we have to like quickly decide if it's Virgo, Cancer, or Leo. So would you like to do yours first, Cara, since you're so excited? (laughs) I would love to, Jen. So like you just explained, you will be saying Cancer, Leo, or Virgo. And if you get it wrong, you'll have another opportunity to answer. Um, and then we'll move to the next one. You ready? I'm ready. All right. And go. Thank you. Next. Cancer. Yes. It's gonna be May. <laughs> uh, Leo. Yes. We will rock you. Virgo. Yes. Less is more. Ooh, Virgo? Nope, Leo. The love embrace. Cancer. Yes. Microbiota. Virgo. Yes. <laughs> Sex magic for all zodiac signs. Oh. When did we talk about that? I'm going to say Leo. Nope, Cancer. Ah. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Virgo. Yes. 50 goblets of chocolate. Virgo. No, Leo. No, Leo. Ah, okay. Uh, Willy Wonka of chocolate. Virgo. Yes. And body astrology. Virgo. No, Leo. (laughs) Very good, though. You got seven out of 11. It wasn't easy. Um, and yeah, it was a lot of fun going back because some of them were a bit difficult, like sex magic for all zodiac signs. That was from cancer season. That was a headline that we read right. about the That's new right. moon. Yes. And body astrology was the book Carissa brought up. So that was during Leo season. Um, okay. 50, yeah. Yeah. And 50 goblets Because when you chocolate. said that, I was thinking of Virgo being, you know, in your body and being earth. So that makes sense. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. It was a little, um, it was a trick question, trick question. And then 50 <laughs> goblets of chocolate was Lord Montezuma with his 
flagons of chocolate that I used to drink royalty and, um, you know, use as an aphrodisiac. So that was during Leo season when we were talking about indulgence. Um, right. And less is more is Coco Chanel. So that was Leo. So I think those were the explanations, but you got your Ariana Grande. So (laughs) (laughs) I know her well, let me tell you. Let's see if you can beat me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I haven't been very good so far. So I think mine are maybe a little easier than yours. I just, I picked easy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Here we go. Are you ready? You're jinxing me. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Super blue moon. Super blue moon. Uh, Leo. Nope. It was in Virgo season. Salted caramel. Cancer. Yes. Australia. Uh, Virgo. Yes. Boobs. (laughs) Cancer. Yes. (laughs) Sunny. Cancer. Well, this was a trick one. It was could be either Leo or Cancer, depending on how you interpreted that. Aw, Sunny's my dog, everyone. Okay. Exactly. So obviously he's a Cancer, but Sunny yeah, is Leo. Leo season. So, See, I know. put him first. Okay. <laughs> um, the Black Moon Lilith. Black Moon Lilith. Oh, um, Leo? Yes. It's been in Leo all year and will switch to Virgo, actually, in October. So Ooh. just a little F- FYI, we didn't really clarify that, but that's, that's, we did talk about it during Leo season. Mm-hmm. The number nine. Nine. Um, cancer? Nope. Leo. There's nine stars in the Leo constellation. Oh, okay. Secretive. Uh, cancer. Yes. Rick Springfield. Virgo. <laughs> yes. Venus in retrograde. Leo. Yes. And dark side of the moon. Oh my gosh, was that um, cancer because it was the bar? Yes, exactly. (laughs) You definitely beat me. I think you only missed two. So I think you got nine. Dang it. (laughs) Together we did really well. We did. We did pretty good. Oh, that was so fun. And I hope everybody understood what we were throwing down there. But if you you want to, take take a peek back, listen to the old episodes and... You know, we're going to bring you a lot more fun episodes coming up. Jen, do you want to talk about the fall and what we've got in store? Yes, we've got some exciting things. We've got Libra coming up. There's some amazing things happening during Libra season, including some eclipses. And, Ooh. Mm-hmm, and of course, we're going to talk about, as we usually do, the traits of the sign, celebrities, compatibility, all the things. And of course, you know, with Libra season, fall begins so tomorrow you all today's the last day of summer the last day of virgo and tomorrow is fall so we're talking about the leaves turning and how magical of a season this is and you know i feel like a lot of people tend to like once fall hits or like they start thinking about winter they start thinking about you know like things dying and it's like it's still a beautiful season right now so gorgeous taking the leaves taking all the the like kitschy fall things like Halloween costumes and pumpkin spice and just enjoy it. Soak it in. It's just such a fun time. I think. I agree. So don't get ahead of yourself and start thinking about winter yet or just beginning fall y'all. So, um, and Halloween of course is during this season and Thanksgiving. I mean, there's some amazing things to be talking about here. So we're going to have some amazing bars, Jen. We are going to really, I think there's going to be some really fun bars coming up and, you know, uh, can't wait to talk about 
lovely Libra, spooky Scorpio, and sassy Sagittarius. <laughs> sassy Sagittarius, I love it. Or sarcastic, I would say. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to it. And we have a, something really fun coming up. We'll reveal it next episode. Uh, Jen and I are going to be going on a fun adventure and bringing you an episode with you yes Yes. so can't wait for that um but in the meantime i just want to say jen it has been such a great summer season such a great start to our coco astrology journey and thank you listeners for tuning in and you know just building us up and giving us um some fun things to talk about and can't wait to keep this ride going for real for real i'm so so grateful to you, Kara. This has been so much fun. And thanks to all you listeners out there, all you, all the family and friends yes. who have, you know, given their, their feedback and listened and, and just enjoyed, thanks, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks. Both moms. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's been great. And I just want to thank to the chocolate that we've consumed um the different makers i mean you didn't know we were going to be getting your chocolate and bringing it on the podcast but we have enjoyed it so much and i just want to say thank you to the following chocolate makers um 24 blackbirds ranger chocolate company fiac chocolate missionary chocolates manoa chocolate buddha chocolate omnom lily bell eldora chocolate Irinico Chocolate, Ritual Chocolate Company, Endangered Species, Dandelion, Onomia, Soma, and now I'm into Virgo, Goodnow Farms, Lidgate Farms, ooh, both together, Chocolate Naive Company times two, Mirzum Chocolate, Stirs the Soul, Crow and Moss, and Vojote Chocolate. Ooh, I think that's all of them. So many. Oh my gosh. That's pretty cool that we've been able to enjoy so much chocolate. That's the other thing too. I have so much chocolate in my cupboard. I I don't know how I'm going to start a new season with more chocolate. Well, I know what you can do. I'm going to go start right now. Look for my Libra bar, Libra episode one that airs next Friday. And thanks everybody, Jen. I love you. And um, yeah. Yes. Happy fall, everybody. All right, see you all. Bye.